Welcome to this podcast from the Arctic Frontiers Conference 2013. We're speaking with attendees, speakers, and members of the Young Scientists Forum about their work, their hopes, and their concerns for the future of the Arctic. This is a joint effort of the Arctic Frontiers Conference, the Geopolitics in the High North Program, and the Arctic Institute. I'm Tom Fries. Today, I'm speaking with Andreas Rospotnik. Andreas is a research fellow at the University of Cologne within the Marie Curie ITN framework EXACT. He is also an analyst at the Arctic Institute. I'd also like to thank LOAS, the group that's provided the music that you'll hear at the beginning and end of each podcast. Hi there, Andreas. Thanks for speaking with me today. Uh, could I ask you to start by introducing yourself and talking a little bit about your current research and any plans that you have for the near-term future? Um, yeah, my name is Andreas Rasputnik. I'm a research fellow at the University of Cologne with, within the Marie Curie Framework Effect, and I'm also a member of the Arctic Institute. Um, my research mainly focuses on the EU's role in the European Arctic and especially on the EU's potential influence on Arctic law and governments, especially from a maritime transport and environmental protection perspective. And in the near future, I would like to focus more on the more academic, scientific perspective um, of the EU's engagement in the Arctic and how does the European Union frame arctic space and like kind of in how do they frame arctic space in order to influence that region this seems like sort of a niche field to be in could i ask you what is the most unexpected step that you've taken on the way to uh, getting to your current research position um i guess it's somehow always surprising how personal interests uh, shape everyone every step of your personal life so meaning by this path to the Arctic has brought me from a small place in Austria to Vienna, then to Oslo, then back to Vienna, then to Brussels, Tromsø, Cologne, Brussels, Cologne. I guess that's somehow unexpected, somehow frustrating, but also interesting. And I think that's actually a position that a lot of us are finding ourselves in these days. It seems like an important component of success for a lot of younger researchers these days is the the ability to be mobile. So your research is looking at political and legal components of the Arctic. When you think of an ideal future Arctic, what might it look like and uh, what role do you think your own research might play? It's a really interesting question <laughs> and um, honestly I would never really think that my research itself could create a somehow better future for the Arctic. Yet I do have some rules when working and doing research, which means like I always try to work as hard, as precise and as open-minded as possible. Also as interdisciplinary as possible. And if this kind of mixture would help to create something that could to some extent influence other research or even the development of a particular region, then I guess that's all I can expect. That's refreshingly realistic. Um, <laughs> Thank you. In, uh, let me ask you, so in terms of Arctic policy, politics, legal issues, whatever suits you best, what do you think people should be talking about that they aren't currently talking about? Um, again, what should people discuss 
about the Arctic Huge is how to really define sustainability and what do we really want to achieve in the Arctic. In that regard, sustainability, sustainable development as such, needs to be defined because as an somehow external Arctic researcher, not living in that research, sustainability potentially means something different for me than for someone growing up in northern Norway or in Greenland or somewhere in Russia. Conferences like Arctic Frontiers can be one opportunity for researchers like you who aren't in the Arctic region to meet people who are. Um, but what do you see as the value of events like Arctic Frontiers? Why do you take the time or the money or the, the energy to come up to Tromsø? What is the real value of any conference? I mean, experts in a particular field come together, discuss things, even argue about things. And yet the most important factor is the actual outcome of a conference. And trying to shape this outcome, meeting people with the same interests, but potentially other views, is what makes me want to come to Tromsø. Also, in addition to that, Tromsø is a really beautiful city. It's a kind of selfish reasoning but it's true so. yeah you know that's that's fine too i mean it's uh, not everything that we do has to be 100 percent charity work <laughs> yeah, well andy thanks a lot for for talking with me today i really appreciate it and i look forward to seeing you up in norway thanks for joining us for this interview Follow along with the series on iTunes or via our websites arcticfrontiers.com and thearcticinstitute.org. The music you've heard at the beginning and end of this interview is from Loess, from their album Wind and Water. You can hear more from them on iTunes. Just search for their name, which is spelled L-O-E-S-S. -S.